0: Welcome to the Amherst Wesleyan Church Sermon Podcast. Um, We are back in the book of Psalms today. And Psalms is in the Old Testament, it starts with a P, P S A L M. We are in the book of Psalm, and we're going to chapter 28 today. Uh, if you've got to pull out your phone and got the Bible app, or you just want to Google Psalm 28, or if you've got your physical Bible, you can open up to the table of contents and find it. Um, and before we get there, um, I just want to give you time to, to look it up. Um, many of you know that trying to establish a church and build a church can be tricky it can be difficult Um, for many of you you understand that church is not necessarily a popular thing nowadays and that's in north america where we see the church trying to grow and trying to reach people and it's it gets a lot of heat sometimes, sometimes there's a lot of criticism, sometimes it's just not the popular thing. And so trying to build a church or trying to even, to even to establish a new church can be very difficult. And there's a guy named Mark Patterson, Mark Batterson, Batterson, starts with a B, down in the States, and he was planning a church a few years ago, and he was, he was just starting it, it was brand new, and he, he had his office in his house. And eventually it started to get a little cramped. He started having kids and things started to get busy. And so they started looking for an office. And so they went and they found the perfect office and they put in an offer. And right before they actually got there to put the offer in, they found out that somebody had beat them to it and that it was no longer available. So that was frustrating, but they kind of went with it. He's not actually hurt by that face plant. He's just mad that he didn't get to go to the drums. Okay? And so he was kind of in this situation like trying to preach a sermon with a little kid interrupting you. And it's just like, why does this keep happening? Um, And uh, so they decide, okay, that's fine. And they found another office space. It was another, it was going to be perfect, and so they went and they put in an offer, and right before they got there, they found out that somebody else had beat them to it again. And it felt like everything they were doing to try to get this church going and get this office space so they can continue to grow and to reach people, it felt like something was just in the way. And They didn't understand why this kept happening. Now, about 20, 30 years ago in in Vietnam, there was another pastor who was trying to spread the gospel in that country, his home country. And at that point, Vietnam had some pretty strict rules about where you were allowed to teach Christianity and how much you were allowed to say and who you were allowed to say it to. And he found some people that didn't know Christ and he went to that village and he started sharing Christ with them and they accepted. They decided they were going to follow Jesus. And when the communist police found out, they found this guy, they found this pastor, they tracked him down, they persecuted him, and they threw him in prison. And before he could even... And and while he was waiting for his trial, six months passed. He was in prison for six months before he even had a trial. He's there. He's trying to reach people. And all of a sudden, he's trapped in prison. He can't reach the villagers. He's in horrible circumstances. Why is this happening? Psalm 28, 1-4, to says, To you, Lord, I call. You are my rock. Do not turn a deaf ear to me. For if you remain silent, I will be like those who go down to the pit. Hear my cry for mercy as I call for your help, as I lift up my hands toward your most holy place. Do not drag me away with the wicked, with those who do evil, who speak cordially with their neighbors, but harbor malice in their hearts. Repay them for their deeds, for their evil work. Repay them for what their hands have done, and bring back on them what they deserve. Every now and again in life, we face trials and circumstances We're just kind of left baffled. Why is this happening? What's going on? Where is God in the middle of this? You look at your finances and you think you've had it figured out and all of a sudden you get a hit and then there's another hit and then another hit and all your plans go out the window and you're left wondering... Why is this happening to me and am I ever going to be able to fix this? Am I ever going to be, get at, be able to get out of this? What is happening? You look around you and you're, you're trying to be the good guy. You're trying to do the right thing. You're trying to talk to the right people in the right way and you're trying to give them grace and encouragement, and give them the benefit of the doubt, and all you, all you see around you is that that's not working, that's backfiring, you're getting attacked, you're getting hurt, it's costing you more, and the people that are doing it wrong, the people that are evil, seem to be keep getting ahead and ahead and ahead. They get their promotions at work, they get the financial stability that you want, they get all the attention, and everybody is now on their side, because they went ahead and they lied, and they spewed a bunch of drama, and you refuse to do that. And you're left wondering, how am I supposed to get out of this mess? What am I supposed to do here? How can, this, how can this be happening? You face pain and problems. Your car breaks down. You've got a leak in your roof. Your family starts to fall apart. One of your loved ones is making these stupid decisions and you're just left going what's going on why is this happening and after a while of that it gets very very heavy you look at the world and you see a pandemic going on and you wonder what is going on and after a while it gets so incredibly heavy you wonder How much more can I take? How much longer can this last? How much more can I handle? Why is this happening? Well, Pastor Mark, down in the States, after a couple failed attempts of finding an office space, He was walking by a place, and he felt the Spirit say to him, Hey, you need to call this guy. And so he called that guy, and the guy picked up the phone and said, Hi, Mark, I was just thinking about you. I've got this property that I'm about to put on the market. I want to know if you want to buy it before I let anybody else know about it. It just so happened to be actually the perfect location with the perfect connections. The pastor in Vietnam, six months, six months in prison, then he had his trial, Word got around the world, and people started sending letters to the country saying, "You need to let this guy go you need to." You need to stop treating him like this. You need to change how you're acting. You need to let this pastor go. And eventually there was enough letters and enough publicity about the whole thing that the country actually decided to let him go from prison. And when he found out that they were going to release him from prison, he refused. Cuz he said, "I've spent the past 6 months in this prison, sharing the gospel to other prisoners, and I'm not done here yet. Psalm 28, 5-9 says, Because they have no regard for the deeds of the Lord and what his hands have done, he will tear them down and never build them up again. Praise be to the Lord, for he has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy and with my song I praise him. The Lord is the strength of his people, the fortress of salvation for his anointed one. Save your people and bless your inheritance. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. Now there are two things two things in that last section I want I want to point out In verse 5 it says he will tear them down meaning future in the future God will act and then in verse 7 it says, The Lord is my strength, present. He will act in the future, but He is right now our strength. What I think the lesson we need to get today for us from this passage, and you can get lots of stuff from this passage, what I want us to get today is if you can trust God for the long term, you can get through the short term. If you can trust God for the long term, you can get through the short term. Pastor Marks knew, he knew he was supposed to plant that church. He knew what the long term promise was. And so he did not give up. He lasted through it, and the Lord came through to accomplish his work. The man, the pastor in Vietnam, knew that he was there to spread the gospel. He knew that's what the promise was, that was the mission, that was what he was supposed to do, and that's what he did. And it didn't matter his current circumstances, the short term, because he knew the long term, he had trust in the long term plan, and so he got through the short term, and he accomplished his mission. God is a God who wins. He hears us. He's aware of us. And he has a long-term plan. And many of you here already have an established relationship of trust in His long-term plan. Many of you here would say that you are a follower of Jesus, that you believe in Him for salvation, and that you have believed in Him for the forgiveness of your sins and for something called eternal life. Long-term. You believe that when you die, you will rise again and you will have eternal life. That is long-term. I don't know what else would be considered long-term if that's not. But you have that trust. You have that belief that God is going to give you everlasting life. Well, if you've got that belief, if you trust in that long-term, then you can absolutely get through the short-term. So if you can trust him with the long term, you can get through the short term. Now, there are a couple things. There are a couple things you need to do with this. For this to actually matter, for this to to take root in your heart and make a difference today. The first thing is, I know theoretically, I just put it out there, that many of you believe and have that established trust. But the truth of the matter is, you've actually got to trust him for that long term. You may be here today, and you've never put your trust in Jesus. You've never put your trust in the idea that he can forgive your sins, he can forgive your past, that your future does not depend on your past anymore, that he can make that change, he can remove the power of your past from having a determinant effect on your future And that he can actually forgive your sins, free you from the power of those addictions and those habits and repeating those sins, and that he can give you eternal life so that when you die, that is not the end, and you can have freedom forever. And some of you have never made that decision. Whether it's because no one's really shared it with you, you've never really known what it is, you're a little skeptical about Jesus, whatever it is, for one reason or another, you haven't put your trust in Him for that long term. Well, if you want Him to be your strength today and get you through the short term, you've got to put your trust in Him for the long term. And He is calling you today. He is saying to you today, Trust me with the long term. Trust me with your life. Trust me with your salvation. Choose today to follow him. and He will forgive your sins. Free you from the power of sin. And free you from the death and the power of death. And some of you here today made that decision a long time ago. But it just became habit. It just became something in your life. It just became something that was there. And you've forgotten about the significance of it. And you've let that trust kind of erode in your heart and you're not sure if you really do trust Him for the long term. Well, He is calling you today to reestablish that trust. To acknowledge that He will He will establish His kingdom. He will fight and win your battles. He will have the victory over the sin in your life, the pain in your life. And He will give you eternal, real, full life. And that can't be just some kind of dogma that you hold to, it's got to be something you can actually say to Jesus, I trust you with my long term. I trust you with my mission. I trust you with my purpose. I trust you with my eternity. Because if you don't trust him for the long term, then he is not your strength for the short term. And so you have to firmly establish your trust in Him for the long term. The second thing you've got to do, quite simply put, is don't give up. Keep going. You get a hit, keep going. You get beat down, keep going. Someone attacks you, keep going. Someone hurts you, keep going. You lose someone, you lose something. Things are just going, everything's going wrong. Keep going. Determine. Decide right now that whatever comes... You will keep going because you have that trust in Jesus for the long term, and He will be your strength to get through the short term. So keep going. And if you make that decision, He will give you the strength to get through the short term. And at the root of all of this is a trust that God knows what He's doing. And that he is a God of victory. And he wants that victory to be yours. But you've got to trust him. And you've got to keep going. Don't give up. Because you will find that he will finish his work. And he is your strength. Because if you can trust Him for the long term, you can get through the short term. If you trust God for that long term, you can get through the leaky roofs. You can get through the broken cars. You can get through the loss and the pain. You can get through the family crisis. You can get through the financial troubles. You can get through the addiction and the failure. You can get through the complications at work. You can get through the drama. You can get through the unknown. You can get through this global situation that we're in. You can get through the unknown, and you can get through the fear, and you can get through the anxiety, and you can get through all the frustration that comes with it. If you trust in Him with the long term, He can get you through all of those. And yes, they are short term. And when you go home, Today, I want you to write on your bathroom mirror, kitchen window, something. Long term. Long term. As that reminder that if you can trust him with the long term, you can get through the short term. Thanks for listening and being part of our church and joining us in this journey become down-to-earth people following Jesus in down-to-earth ways.